Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 15 Minute You, the official college football podcast of your morning commute. We're back. I'm Evan Wazork. That's my brother, Matt. We're back. We're back. We're here to bring you everything you need to know about college football, Big Ten, Mac, love it, Northwest football. Uh, folks, we're doing, I just threw my pen across the room a little, oh, I accident. I'm a little excited. Um, folks, we're doing our preview pods, this pod for the Big Ten, mm-hmm. the next pod for the Mac, a little bit different than we've done in past years. Topics we're going to cover today, we're going to do a quick championship prediction. Everyone's got to do it if you have a, if you have a uh, football pod. Then we're doing our favorite dark horse team. We're doing teams we are most interested in then teams we find most questionable. Finally, we're going to wrap it up with uh, new coach expectations. Matt, did I miss anything? No, sir. You ready to roll? Let's do it. Let's jump right into championship game predictions. And Matt, I know you are doing this new thing where you write things down sure. instead of type out in the Provides a more uh, natural schedule. conversation. More natural. Yeah. No, I, I'm supportive of it. I'm sure the fans will be too. Um, I, have, I don't know if you have the schedule open. I still have written... I really have no idea. This might be a game time decision. It's a cop out, um, folks. He's got to answer. You got to answer. No, why, I will. Why I will. Don't I, get you I just want to say. And then you I can think go it's ahead. wide open on both sides. It's wide open on both sides. Um, starting the West, it's, I it's honestly not. believe Wisconsin, Nebraska, Northwestern, uh, and Iowa could all win that. I think that's four teams that could easily win it. Um, I, I, in the East, I think Michigan and Ohio State could win. Yeah, I think it's less. I think the West is wide open. I agree. I think Nebraska can play in contention. I don't think they can win it though. Why? Like, why? What is this Nebraska hype? I don't understand it. My gut instinct pick would be Wisconsin, but I think they lost too much on the offensive line. Uh, they might end up with a yep. freshman yep. quarterback. Um, yep. Iowa had a lot of. Uh, losses on defense. They also have to pl- replace two of the best tight ends in all of college football. Well, what? Those I so I don't want to rehash last season again. But can we agree those two dudes never showed up in big games? They're always hyped as like, oh, the best tight ends ever. And then it's any big game, I don't know where you are. You're like in the locker room or something. Sorry, didn't mean to derail you. Well, I. I don't know. I think I, I. I don't know how that changes whether they're in contention or not for this year. Northwestern's my pick, though. Former five, interesting. Former five star Hunter Hunter Johnson behind the helm. Sure. Uh, Pat, Pat Fitzgerald has proven that he can do a lot with a little. In my opinion, best coach in the Big Ten, and uh, they they had experience in the championship game before. They're a program that knows how to win close games, and they have a culture that clearly values uh, winning. So in a in a division that we say is going to be super tight, Northwestern, to me, has been the king of coming out of super tight races lately. So that's my pick in the West. In the East, I have a similar list. Uh, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, to me, are the top three teams. The Dooms uh, Day issue for the Spartans is they're at Northwestern, at Ohio State, at Wisconsin, at Michigan. I don't see them coming out of that greater than two and two, which they would need to to win the Big Ten East. So that leaves Ohio State and Michigan. Michigan hasn't won a big game under Jim Harbaugh. Preach. So they're not the team. 
the Michigan can become the team that we predict to go to the championship game when they win a big game. Can't do it. Not only are they over against Ohio State, there are two just absolute ass beatings. Games that weren't competitive. So to me, I I got a rematch. I got the Buckeyes and the Wildcats meeting up in Indy again. So I'm going to agree with you on Ohio State. Like, part of me really wanted to pick Michigan, man. Shea Patterson's coming back. Got a lot of people coming back on defense. Um, got a couple great transfers. Mike Dana, one of them coming out of Western. Um, it's just, I mean, to your point, like, they just haven't won a big game. Uh, every time I think Ohio State's going to struggle, they don't struggle, uh, and they just blank them, mm-hmm. them being Michigan. Um so, like, while part of me is like, just statistically, the Buckeyes can't do it every year. They seem to do it every year. So it seems <laughs> foolish to pick against them. Um, I disagree with your pick in the West. Although, like I said, Northwestern and Iowa, I think, are contenders. I think both of them just have too hard of uh, skids at a certain part. Let's start with your Cats. Um, this is their opener. At Stanford, like, okay, mm-hmm. decent team, not too hard. UNLV. Then Michigan State at Wisconsin at Nebraska, Ohio State, Iowa. That is a rough opening stretch. Uh, things could go seriously wrong, especially you know, guys just get worn down. God, for, I wouldn't want anyone to get injured, but in a stretch like that, it's possible. Sure. And then Iowa also has a equally rough stretch, uh, starting week three at rival Iowa State, tune-up week at Middle Tennessee, then at Michigan, Penn State, Purdue at Northwestern, at Wisconsin. <laughs> like, I I really like the Hawkeyes. I picked them last year. Nate Stanley's coming back. I think he's a great quarterback. Uh, I think they could definitely win some games, but I'm having a hard time believing that they're going to uh, come out of that unscathed. So who are you going with? With enough. Who's your team? <sighs> Somebody has to win the West. I'm actually going to go nebraska what i'm gonna do it Are i'm you gonna drink me? that kool-aid matt i'm gonna drink that kool-aid man wow so they got somebody get this guy a bowl of frosted flakes unbelievable i mean it might be the wine a glass of wine that i'm having but dude uh i believe in scott frost i think adrian martinez is a really good quarterback i think he got beat up last year and he was a freshman so he's got another year under his belt under a great coach who i think uh does pretty good developing um, quarterbacks. They also have on their schedule no Michigan, no Michigan State, no Penn State. They host Iowa. They host Wisconsin. They're and they host Northwestern. So, I mean, out of the West, that's the easiest schedule, at yeah. least of the teams we just went through. A lot, lot of damage on the offensive line, man. You're replacing a, the anchor of your team, sure. and you might have a freshman quarterback. I, I, I just, I can't roll with that. I can't. Oh, I, I don't. I don't agree with like I I've heard that thing about the freshman, but it's gonna be Adrian Martinez. I I just think it's such a down year in the West. It can be anyone. I'm going with that easy schedule. I'm going with Scott Frost and Adrian Martinez. Nebraska, boom. We shall see. So dark horse teams. I like your two West contenders more for dark horses than I do like them for winners of the division. I am torn between is it Iowa or is it Nebraska? And the reason I like them as dark horses, part of what you mentioned earlier, but the returning quarterback play, Nate Stanley for the Hawkeyes and Adrian Martinez for Nebraska. I think the quarterback that is the best of those two helps lead their team into contention in the West. Okay, fair. I like that. Um, I'm taking my dark horse is actually going to be little brother, Mm. the Spartans. Um, 
wealth of uh, talent returning, wealth of knowledge. So we got nine starters on the offense, eight starters on the defense. I believe, I can't remember if there's a punter or the kicker, but, you know, half your special teams. Sure. Half of two. Uh, but include in those uh, returning starters, you have eight of nine linemen, if you combine the offense and defense. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, every leader in the following categories is coming back. Passing, rushing, receiving, tackles, sacks, INTs, and kicking. Like, a whole lot of dudes who have been around the block a few times. And, you know, they struggled a lot last year. I honestly think that's because Lewerke got dinged up with that shoulder injury in week six. And for whatever reason, like, they kept playing him when it's clear he wasn't really getting it done. So I think a, a fully healthy Lewerke coming back um, could do some real damage. What percent and, chance out of 100 would you give them to win the Big Ten East? I would say – so why I'm hesitating is they have a rough stretch uh, starting yeah, the week four, five. Those at four Ohio State, at are Wisconsin, versus Penn State, tune up against Illinois, but then they're at Michigan. So that's real tough. Um, I think they're a pretty good team. I think they could come out of that stretch – Three wins, maybe four. So I would say, anyways, to your question, I'd say 35%. A little bit north of a third, mm-hmm. but not quite half. Interesting. That's, that's kind of big for a dark horse. So Sparty is your dark horse. What team, though, are you most interested in watching this season? So I think uh, mine is going to be Indiana. Mm. I don't think, like, I'm not saying they're going to be great, but, like, is this the year that they are... <laughs> I don't know anyone who would. Um, but is this the year they're going to stop? Like, they, they lose in scrappy fashion. You're like, oh, man, Indiana played them tough. So is this the year they actually take down a team that's good or two? They stop losing in scrappy fashion, win in scrappy fashion? Do they win the Oaken Bucket back-to-back uh, after back-to-back losses? Are we talking bowling? Um, they got is that 15. a scrappy win for them? Ah, Purdue's on the up. Are they? Do you know how much they lost? Coming back, it they, wasn't good. Mo, energy wasn't wise, good. yes. Resigning Brom, yes. Uh, what they lost defensively, though, Purdue's in trouble. Sure, I just meant for Indiana, turning a corner. A great start would be winning the Oaken Bucket. Uh, they got fifteen re- starters returning. They cleaned their coordinator's slate, and they spent a lot of money bringing in young guns. Um, the current offensive coordinator is making three hundred thousand dollars more than the last guy. So let's not get into a discussion about playing players, but seriously. Indiana boosters Indiana going into the pockets. Yeah, they, they are committing to it. Uh, they got the Big Ten's passing leader returning in Peyton Ramsey Jr. And the new OC that I just mentioned, Kalen Bohr, was at Fresno State last year. They threw for almost 4,000 yards. So I expect Ramsey just to be slinging it. They got Stevie Scott, big, uh, third in the Big Ten for rushing. Not only did he average five yards a rush, Matt, he averaged 5.4 per catch as well. So I think a lot of points are going to be scored. Their issue is going to be the defense. How does it play? It was atrocious last year. They got mm-hmm. some good commitments and uh, a couple interesting tra- transfers, um, plus a winnable schedule, especially non-com. Ball State, Eastern Illinois, UConn. Sure. That's probably three wins right there. Uh, I think they could be bowling. Yeah, what is yeah that, that, most that's a solid non-conference to get the momentum going. We'll see how they deal in the Big Ten. Uh, without Antoine Randall, I don't foresee Indiana being a <laughs> So as a Big Ten fan, and Evan, most importantly, as a Michigan fan, the team I'm most interested in is Ohio State. W- what does the Ryan Day era look like? Sure, this is sure. life, finally, beyond Urban Meyer. 
So a lot of questions for me around the Buckeyes. Ryan Day, is is it daytime? Is he the guy? Uh, Justin Fields, real deal or not? They have huge weapons on offense. J.K. Dobbins, uh, Chris Olave. Um, Fields really could it has weapons around him that could allow him to do some special things if he ends up being the player that we think he is. On defense, they return three of their four top tacklers. And, you know, speaking of pretty weak non-conference games, I mean, their most dangerous threat is Cincinnati. Bearcats are going to be good this year, though. Oh, I think they are. We're not, I think they are, They're not too, in the right conference, but they're going to be good this, this year. This could be a turning point for, for the Buckeyes, and I don't think any coach has as much pressure on them as Ryan Day does going into the season. Interesting. We're going to have a coach's podcast in the future. We'll circle back to that statement. Okay. Matt, what is your most questionable team? <laughs> Tell me that you ended up somewhere between Illinois and Rutgers. <laughs> I, I didn't, so, didn't know where to go here, man. Yeah, so I think there's two ways to approach this question. There's most questionable as in, like, are we taking it like the worst team? Or there's the team, maybe there's a team that's getting a lot of hype that you're like, eh, I got a lot of questions about that. It's not like Nebraska. That's kind of how I feel about Nebraska. Like, very much about fair, Nebraska. Fair. Well, which way did you go? And then who was your team? I went with the cellar dwellers. And mm-hmm. I guess Illinois is in a rough spot. Lovey has nine wins in three years, making five mil a year. That's. Roughly $500,000 per win. <laughs> Speaking of the boosters coming out of their pockets, that's a lot. Those are expensive wins. Sure, sure. Rutgers, though, 1-11 and 11 in 2018. I mean, yikes. That yeah. That is yikes. So the most questionable in that I'm still curious about what they bring to the conference and why they were added has to be the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Yeah, I mean, no disagreement here if you chose to go that route. And that route, that line of thinking is actually how I did my Mac most questionable, which we'll get to on the next podcast. Uh, but I decided to go with the Big Ten with the other way. So mm-hmm. teams that's getting some hype that I still have a lot of questions. And it pains me to say, because I picked them to win the West last year, but I'm going the Iowa Hawkeyes. Um, most questionable? Sure. Why? Sure, man. Uh what is it? Five starters returning on offense. Okay. Four returning on defense. Stanley, though, that's huge. When your quarterback returns, that, it's that stretch, That stretch of games that I outlined, like, oh, that's going to be really tough. And then also, you know, I went all in on the Hawkeyes, and I got burned bad last mm-hmm. year. So I don't, know if I, <laughs> I don't know if I can ride on them again. So you're, you're feeling a little, little personal. You're feeling some type of way about the Hawkeyes based on the 2018 season. I'm just a little nervous. If I was a Hawkeye fan, I'd be a tad nervous about the season. Well, speaking of questions, two new head coaches in the Big Ten. One uh, I started with is Ryan Day at Ohio State, and the second is Mike Loxley at Maryland. So I guess I'll start with Day since I already mentioned it. I think the expectations are enormous, especially given the context that Urban Meyer is still working at Ohio State as an assistant athletic director. (laughs) He's still in the building. So not only does he have a And a teacher. Don't forget he has a class. Right, right. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Leadership and athletics. <laughs> yeah, I heard Zach Smith's a guest speaker. Uh, <laughs> could, it, could it be bigger? A Losing a game it would be 
beneath what the expectations are for sure. Ryan Day and the Buckeyes. It's, Urban Meyer's shadow is literally standing over Ryan Day still in Columbus. So that's one job I'm not jealous of in any way. Sure. No, I mean, couldn't agree more. He's in a tough spot as far as expectations. You know, I think he's in a great spot as far as talent, facilities, support from the community, support from boosters, etc. Um, you know, it's hard for me to believe that he could have uh, immediate su- success on par with Urban Meyer. But I, you know, I also thought Urban Meyer would struggle a little in his transition, and he did not at all. So Ohio State, you know, for Pete's sakes. And I have written on the schedule. Um, I'm almost nervous to say this, but I, I think two losses might be possible. Just changing the staff up like that. First time, you know, first time being a head coach, at least a permanent head coach. I'm not sure who those two losses are to just yet. Well, Michigan's uh, definitely one that's possible. Sure. It seems sure. like it won't happen in non-conference, but Ohio State in the last two years has also been bitten by the uh, the look-ahead, uh, the, sure. the odd Purdue loss. And, you know, in the same season, Maryland took them to the ropes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's possible. Expectations for Day are as high as any coach in the conference. Let's talk, speaking of Maryland, Mike Loxley former Alabama coordinator now finds his himself in College Park. Okay, one, I love this hire. I know I said it last year. Love it. Why? Great hire. I don't love it. I, you don't? Well, B- Bama pedigree, when has that worked? When's a Bama assistant worked? Uh, didn't Dabo assist for... No, he played at Alabama. Played at Alabama? Yeah. Strike that from the record. Um... <laughs> Your boy Lane is really turning FAU around. I'll tell you that he is though. He Lane, <laughs> put this on on wax. Lane is the best Bama assistant to become a head coach. I would want to do a little more research before I completely co-sign that. But I, off the top of my head, I think that's a pretty good statement. I also think it's about expectations. Expectations management. Sure. I can't remember the Jalen Rose quote off the top of my head, but it's something about your happiness is now coming your expectations. Um, anyways, getting to Loxley, I personally like it. You can talk about why you don't in your section. But one thing he's got going for him, I think this is about as easy of a schedule you can get as a member of the Big Ten East. Looking at Howard, Syracuse, at Temple. Then your inner division is – at Purdue versus Minnesota versus Nebraska. Mm-hmm. As far as in your division, you're hosting Penn State. You're hosting Michigan. You do have to go on the road to Ohio State and Michigan State. But that's that's pretty easy for a Big Ten East schedule. Um, so I think he's got that going for him. You know, the team's kind of in transition. But he got two big transfers. Linebacker Keandre Jones coming home to the DMV from Ohio State. Uh, and then you got Josh Jackson out of Virginia Tech who won the starting job twice at Virginia Tech last year. Granted, means he lost it twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but set a freshman record for uh, almost 3,000 yards, two, 2,991 and 20 touchdowns. So got a guy who can sling the ball. The problem is the rest of the cupboard is bare. But- Only seven returning starters. And they're also switching base defenses, which always terrifies me. They're going from 4-2-5 to a 3-4. Expectations, uh, though. What are the expectations? I know. On so uh, you add all that up. Add all that up. 
I think, honestly, I think no improvement, but no backslide. I think they're going five and seven again, just missing bowl. And that meets what's expected of Loxley. It doesn't meet. It is a I, I mean, I th- what are you, what are I think given everything that's happened at the program, you should be happy if you're a Terrapins fan and they get five wins. I think you should be happy if you're a Terrapins fan and they still have football if you want to watch college football. <laughs> I'm serious. Based fair. on... We're past that. That train is left. Based fair. on how it was handled. I mean, you had a player die. Then they kept the coach then the governor like called the president and made the president fire the coach um not great not great and you got a, a big name assistant to come in so i i think five wins three wins uh, having a program that's drama free this year is the expectation that's, for maryland that'd be football. Great. and yeah. if they do that then they meet it so I think they're low, but I think this is Matt Rule going to Baylor. I don't know if it's – it may be that bad. Um, that That's the goal. Be drama-free. So sure. wins-wise, I don't know that the expectations are very high. Character-wise, it is high. And they need to see guys being um, out there in the, in the Maryland community and um, bringing positivity to campus. So sure. I mean, it, it, wins-wise – it's never really high at Maryland anyway. I, it, that's my least favorite of all the Big Ten stadiums. It, it, if you walked up on it and you went to a, oh, it's you nice. went to a high school that w- had was big into high school football, you would think you're at a high school stadium. I was confused sure. when I walked up at first. I was like, "Wait, is this it, or is this where they practice, or where is it?" No, no, that's where the varsity plays. <laughs> sure. So. We shall see. Question that I need answered this year is, can Michigan win a big game under Jim Harbaugh? Any burning questions for you? I need that answered, and I got to know. And I'm really going to have an opinion if it doesn't happen. No, uh, I think that's a fair question. I think we're all waiting to find out. I would say if we're all waiting to find out after a certain number of years, we've kind of learned the answer to that <laughs> Agree. question. Agree. Um, I think, you know, I think we've talked about it. So I think that's an obvious question. I think um, how is Ryan Day going to do That's mm-hmm. You know, an, another obvious burning question. Um, the heck is going on in the West? Great question. I mean, we might totally misread this for all we sure. know. But wouldn't be the first time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Before we wrap up, I have one general college football take. You ready for this? Ooh, love it. Lincoln Riley was quoted as saying Jalen Hurts needs to win the starting job first. Ooh, I heard this. Is yep. he kidding? I think that's just directed that? at everyone else in the locker room. That's like, hey guys, even Jalen's got to earn a spot. I hope so. I'm like, like, are you high, man? He needs what? What are you talking about? Who do you have that's better than Jalen Hurts? You must be kidding yourself. Right no now. one. Yeah. Un Big Ten related. I would love. Burning question I have is how is that going to work out? I think great, but we'll see. I I think great as well. I'm a, I'm a Jalen Hurts fan. Um, so, I mean, just the arrogance, though. Lincoln Riley thought he was going to go from Baker Mayfield to Kyler Murray to somebody that's better than Jalen Hurts. Okay. Okay. Got it. I got it. Talk about a wealth of riches, man. 
who even knows if Lincoln Riley's a good coach? I mean, like, I assume so. But, like, my God, the pedigree at quarterback he's had the last three years. Once in the games. I feel like I could win. <laughs> no, you couldn't. What? I could win Stop. six games with with that talent. In the Big Ten, where you don't have – or Big Ten, Big 12, where you don't have to worry about defense. I think I could win six games. You, no heads With up. my NCAA could you clap, could you 2008 playbook. Maybe not six Big 12 wins, but six total wins. I could see that. Yeah, piece of cake. Sure. So we shall see. Thank you so much, folks, for tuning in in the first episode of the 2019 season. Year four here for us at 15 Woo! Minute U. Let us know how the discussion goes at the water cooler tomorrow morning if you're working. If you're on vacation, maybe you're somewhere like Glen Arbor, Michigan, and you're on the beach or at the sand dunes tomorrow, let us know how the discussion goes at the wooden table. (laughs) And remember, you can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts app, Google Play, or wherever else you get your fine podcasts. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. While you're on these vacations and while you're at those water coolers, be sure to tell a friend and then have that friend tell a friend to follow us on Facebook and stay tuned every week for 15 Minute You can be found on Twitter at 15MinuteU and Evan underscore 15MinuteU. Thank you, and remember, whatever you decide to do with the rest of your summer, don't pick them like my brother. And don't pick them like my brother. A little delay there with the music. Fine. Dude, I thought that was good. Dece, yeah. First pop couple, back. couple slips there. I'm pretty sure I said... Couple slips, but... I said I three things that weren't actually words, but we'll, we'll look past that. <laughs> That'll be fine. All right, I'm shutting her down in three.